I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Just you this week, so you're going to have to say it. I don't say it, though, do I? I know, but then we just... Oh, I just feel that we just go on for ages and then it gets Con- a bit awkward. Contractually, I'm not obliged to say well, it. If I read my contracts, it's Well, like, I know, but please just do it for me. Pod. Cast. Cast. Hey. Uh, there's only two of us tonight. Uh, obviously, we didn't record yesterday. We were respecting the Queen. Um... Nigel is available uh, with his organ to do, well, not just God Save the Queen, he's got a whole repertoire of songs. So if you want to book him for funerals or weddings or the mitzvahs, you know, it's... Uh, I'm available. there, I'm available. Yeah, yeah. better than your day. Thanks work. to the couple of people that text me to say, well done for yeah. playing that last week. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> anyway... Do, do, do I spoil the magic? Or I think no, actually, no, no, we don't, we don't, we don't discuss don't. our sausages. No, maybe. no, it's no, John tonight. He's he's at gig. Did did he say where the gig was? Uh, I don't think he did. I did ask him. I said he said sorry, it can't do tonight. I'm at a gig, and I said where's the gig? Um, he, he sent us a question though, hasn't he? Well, See that? he has. Yeah. Um, uh, we asked George's son and said no, he's on solo dad duty. Uh, so he he's out. Uh, we we asked Dodsey, who uh, has been play golf today, and he turned us down. And we asked the Clarence Booze boys, and they turned us down as well. Um, but uh, Len could be joining us. <laughs> We're recording uh, half seven uh, evening, that is, on, on a Tuesday night. And we could have Len join us. He said, start without me. I don't know what that means. I don't know whether he's finishing a painting uh, or what. But anyway... It's uh, just us two. 
I suppose contractually, I am obliged to ask you, where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. Shedman. 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 There you go. I've done my contractual bit as well. And that's 2p for George for his, his rights on that. Um, right. Well, back to the football. Queen is dead. Long live the king. Um, and we've had two matches. Um, we could have some real miserable people on tonight, but I, I think we're both quite practical about the whole manager situation, which I'm sure we we'll get to later. Um, um, if if uh, Len joins us, I'm not sure it will be the way. And if jo- if John had joined us, I don't think it would have been his way as well, because I think you've got two people uh, at the end of their tether there. I'm not speaking for them, but that's the impression I get. Let's start with the good stuff. Um, Denmark. Um, Silky Berg. If we follow what Stel says, I call not him sure Silkberg. That's right, I, I, I think it's Silkberg, but he yeah. calls him Silkyberg and Silkberg. There, let's call him Silkberg. Um, we, what about Barry? What about Barry? <laughs> we call him Barry. Barry Silkyberg. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a strange game. Do you know what? I've got a, what? I've got a bit of a confession. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that confession is? You didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the game. <laughs> and why oh. was that? Oh, was you um, like queuing to see the Queen? Uh, no, that was this week. Oh, I, right. More of that later. Uh, I actually went to Goodwoods. Uh, so I was on my oh, way Oh, of course you did. You dressed like a sperm. I, I dressed in overalls. I was at Goodwood <laughs> Revival. I helicoptered into Goodwood Revival. Go. And I was on my way down there on uh, Thursday night. Uh, to a hotel, a uh, spa hotel, and we stayed over there, and then we helicoptered in, as you do. Um, yes. Do you know who I met? But, uh, anyone famous? Yes, of oh, course. Oh, yeah, Mr. Bean, wasn't it? <laughs> Rowan. He he just wouldn't talk to me, so he's there, and I go to my missus, that's Rowan Axton. She went, who? I said, it's Rowan Axton. She went, who's that? And he's right next to us in here. I went, Mr. Bean. She went, oh, Mr. Bean. What a pleasure is it is to meet you. And he literally went, and sort of talked to his feet. Because he's a oh. bit of an introvert. Anyway, I then sort of want to get a picture of him. So I'm going, Rowan, Rowan. And he's he's racing up. We're in the um, paddock. Uh, um, and he's racing off to the pits. Um, so I'm going after him. I'm going, Rowan, Rowan. Anyway, he turns around. And I say, can I take a picture of you? At, at which point I've taken a picture of him. And he said, I'm sorry, I don't pose for pictures. And off he went again. He's um, he's a very focused Did he not say, my name's Rowan? He didn't, no. Oh, right. <laughs> Good point. Well, mate. <laughs> so there, there's there's my uh, Mr. Bean or Rowan Axon story. But you, you could be right, his name. That's maybe why he didn't look around. Anyway, it's not a, a Goodwood Revival podcast. I do love that place. If you've ever been, good Festival Speed or Goodwood Revival, it's really worth it. If you go to Goodwood Revival, you can dress up in vintage stuff and have a really good day. Is that what you did? Yeah, I did. I had, on, oh, on my right. way out, I had a leather jacket and I was sort of dressed as a, Fonz. a rocker boy Fonz. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but when I was in there, we had these custom-made Goodwood overalls, like... Um, you know, custom the, made. No wonder it, custom it made. was fitted well. 
<laughs> it was a bit snug, actually. They were. No, they give, we gave exact measurements, but they were a bit snug. Oh, I could have gone, gone with the size. Well, was that like, how long ago did you have to give the measurements? Recently. Recently. Oh, recently. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> long story, <laughs> but I didn't watch the game. I did listen to the game. Um, so, first half, I I was listening on the radio, the wireless. Okay. Uh, when I got to half time, I watched the goals and it made it look really good. Second half, I was in a restaurant and I sort of had it on, you know, a phone popped up against, you know, a carafe yep. of the wine. Right. Um, so I couldn't really, you know, seemed a bit rude to, to not join in the conversation. So I'm afraid I know the result. I know we got, I know we dominated first half. I know we were very lucky to get the result in the end. But I can't really tell you more than that. So I'm I'm hoping you watched it after all this build up. Yeah, I watched it. Oh good. Yeah. God. Yeah. No. What happened? What went wrong? And I haven't seen the highlights. What went Only wrong? seen the goals. I don't know. I d- it's it's one of them things where I don't know how much of the plastic pitch was a leveler or not. They, we know, weren't first half, was it? I know they scored well, in like four I mean, minutes or whatever. They, yeah, so they they obviously Deserved? they had plenty of session, yeah, to begin with. You know, they went after us. And I think that's a tactic a lot of clubs are taking. <laughs> Go after West Ham early. Yeah. Um, but but obviously, we then grew into the game. So, it, it, I, I don't know if the 3-1 scoreline flattered us in the first half or not. But it was, it was good to um, get that extensive lead. It was, it was one of them... I think we were lucky... About VAR again. Oh, really? Yeah, because they, um, if VAR had been there, our first goal was a very soft penalty. Oh, yeah, it was a penalty. Lanzini, was it? Yeah, Lanzini scored, but it it was a twofold because... 13 minutes. Cornet's pushed over. Was it that early? Yes, it was. When I was driving. Cornet's pushed over. Yeah. So or he goes down. The bloke, or the bloke's definitely put his hands on him, and Cornet's gone down. It's a bit soft, but it's happened. But the ball's six foot above Cornet's head. He's not reaching the ball, so it's it's bad from the defender. And for me, with penalties, not not sometimes you have to take account. Did it stop a goal scoring? And for me, a penalty is did you stop a goal scoring uh, situation from taking place or happening? Well, both answers were no, because the ball was too high. He was never reaching it. It was always going over. So it was stupid. It's one thing where you go, well, you gave the referee a decision. So in a way, it's your own fault. The refs give it. So I don't know if VAR would have overturned it. But what VAR would have done was spotted that when Lanzini slips, he kicked the ball with his left foot onto his right foot and into the goal. But there is no VAR. So we're happy. It's one all. Yeah. Um, we get the second goal, and they um, I don't know. I, you know, they they score from a corner at two one to equalise, and and it's given as a foul on Ariola. And when oh, hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What? So. They Skamaka makes it 
two two one. one. Yeah. They then we score. go. Hang on, but they don't equalise. No, and this is because you've not watched the game yet. No. So what happens is the ball the corner's taken and they score. Ah, oh, right. Ariola's on the off. floor. Yeah. And the referee blows his whistle and oh, says foul on the keeper. You. And when it's replayed. There's no foul on the keeper. <laughs> so we moan about VAR. Ariola oh. runs into the attacker who's actually looking the other way. The attacker don't put his hand out or nothing. Theatrical fall from Ariola. Referee buys it. No goal. We then go up, get a corner. The only thing is, which 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 wouldn't have been picked up on VAR, was the corner that they scored from that got disallowed actually weren't even a corner. Should have been a goal kick. So the refereeing performance was not good, but it was mainly in our favour. And then we got the third goal, Dawson, off his shoulder. So it weren't handball. It would have been looked at, but it definitely was off his shoulder to make it 3-1. Um, and then the game sort of coasted after the first half, almost as if, well, we feel like we've done enough. We're not going to push it. Um, Silkberg obviously knew that one goal gets them back into the game. And then after a raft of substitutions, they got that goal. And it it sort of, it. I didn't say we hung on, but obviously it made the last, you know, the end of the game a bit nervous where it shouldn't have been. But they, at the end, yeah, I was going to say that I was told um, they should have got it, um, and uh, and then it sort of blew up on our uh, six foot two WhatsApp group, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I didn't watch it, and I went, "It's all about the result." And uh, do you know what? For a moment, I'll, I'll be honest with you, because I I was eating a, a meal, and I was lovely surroundings. I thought we'd lost. I really thought the way it was going on the WhatsApp group, I had to go on BBC and check because yeah. I thought, what's other missed? Because the reaction from certain people, yeah, Nick, mm. um, or was it Gary? I don't know, or John, who, or was it all of them? It was like we'd lost no, it the game. weren't all of them. <laughs> it was Nick. Yeah. Um, it's like we lost the game and I'm going, hang on a minute, <laughs> we won. We won. We yeah. got all three points. We'd, We've got another 500,000 euros. It'd, it'd, yeah, it did, well, yeah, but we listen. You're about the only person that ever thinks, oh, another 500,000 euros. Yeah, I always a, say enough, that, you know, like a stupid thing like that. Because, in a, in a way, and this is, I can get both sides. The performance is worrying because if you look at the level of the opposition, we got we yeah, should be then, doing you better. You know than what? That. It's their cup final. No, it was an artificial pitch. Exactly right. They threw everybody behind. Yeah. You know, it's it, there's but, just so many things. This was their big game. Yeah. yeah, we're the big draw in that. No, no disrespect to Anderlecht because Anderlecht are nowhere near the team that they used to be. And they're having a worse season than they had last year at the moment. <sighs> Ain't we all, though, to be fair? Yeah. Um, so the important thing is we got the win because it is league football at the moment. And the, the most important thing is, is to win the league. So we don't have to have the two extra games in February. And actually, for me... If we win the next two games, that should see us win the group with two games to spare. Yeah, and if that's please. the case, we can then start relaxing with the team we put out on a Thursday. In regards to the team, 
I don't know if it's a if it's a true pattern. There seems to be a pattern of the players that play Thursday to the players that play on a on a Sunday. Um, again, you know, he's preferring Antonio in the Premier League to Skamaka. He's giving Skamaka Europe. Well, technically, Skamaka's got more experience of playing in Europe because he played in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that, so that technically, league, yeah. uh, that is well. That technically, that's for us. That's someone that's played in Europe, <laughs> so a different type of football. I, you know, with the Silkberg, I put it down to um, a, a team that raised its performance in Silkberg, playing at home, uh, a small grounds. Was it old? Eight thousand, ten thousand. It was, but they were they they had a, they had a good. Um, good support as did West Ham out there played a game played in the right spirit but the plastic I think did sort of was, was there in the way that we played with some of the players were a bit it's, the funny thing about it is is that there, there was one point I think in the uh, I don't know if it was the start of the second half we didn't touch the ball for five minutes now well, they out passed us yes um, but they never got up to the edge of our box. So while they had the ball, pass, 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 pass. You know, it was like, it, it was it was almost like the old Arsenal, you know, the constant passing where it goes sidewards. They move forward a bit, pass it back, go to the other side, move forward a bit, pass it back, keep going round, keep going round, keep going round. Didn't really, though, get behind us. So, well, let me give you a bit of a stat attack. Yeah, we had that. nine shots, five mm. on target. They had yeah. 10 shots, four on target. Yeah. They had 53% possession. We had 47. But this is the interesting one. They had 725 passes. We had 643. They had a pass race accuracy of 90% as were 89. Being the Premier League side, you'd think our passing would be a bit more accurate. And being a Premier League side, we'd be passing the ball around a bit more. But obviously yeah. not. No. We also the other thing is we fouled them a lot more. Six mm. fouls to their yeah, three. Or yeah, but I mean that's you know that's one. not it. And it that shows you the spirit of the game. Then yeah. one, you know. So you yeah. go. Come on. You can show the the spirit of the game was played, and that shows you that we 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 you know we defended quite well. That you know for and, them to only have one offside. But, but the other thing for me after that, not only the result was intellect. Uh, only drew with um, yes, FCSB yes, um, which is a right result. So now and, we're and, on and six points. Apparently, only beat Siltberg in the last five minutes of the game. Wow! So, so Siltberg are done for. They they've lost two now. Um, well, second spot is still there in a way. If you look at it, Siltberg are now going to play. Uh, out, so you got FCSB on one point, Siltberg on none. Mm. Yes, and Alexa got to play us home and away now. So, yeah. if we win those two games, as I fully expect that we will do, if we win those two games, um, that opens the door for one of those two teams to go into second spot. I mean, if if save Silkberg beat FCSB home and away, um, that gives them six points. But if we win our two games. That gives us 12 points. So, just with two games left to play. And one of them will be against Silkborg at home. So, 
we, we're the good as one the group. But really, what you want is us to is um, us, what we really need is us to win both our games. Silkborg to win one and draw one, and that would give them four points. That would give um, FCSB two points, and and elect on four points. Us on twelve, won the group. Job done. Um, but it's never that easy, is it? Well, um. No, I, I think I, we'll win the group, though. I, there's, I, I, you know, I may be going a bit early. We've not played Anderlecht yet, but I looked at Anderlecht's result at the weekend. You know, they're struggling down in. They're twelfth. I know we're struggling in the league, but they, you know, we got a, we got a bigger squad than what they have, and and they're just not putting it together. Well, obviously, after the game, uh, importantly, I, I did an update on six foot two. Yeah, you're supposed to say. Well, you're right for six foot two. Do I you do, see? yeah. Oh, wow. uh, number six, number two. By the way, if if people are typing in the word six foot two, you dot yeah. uk, you won't get anywhere. It's got to be the number six foot number two dot uk. He uh, couldn't afford the uh, more expensive one with the words. Um, uh, I could, but it's six foot two, so that's... blue. Um, yeah, seven million is my estimate. And after we earn another three hundred four hundred and twenty-five thousand prize money, you know we've had two home games. We've got prize money for um, getting to the group stage. Uh, we get every time it's been shown on Sky, so we get a share of the Sky money. We get uh, coefficient money. Already, uh, my estimate because it's all published by UEFA, we're at seven million quid. And I know you'd think, oh, it's not about the money, Sean. But you know what? Football is about money. We earned 35 to £38 million last year from Europa. Everyone says, you know, the Conference League is a Mickey Mouse League. But you know what? We're only two games in. We're up to £7 million. By the time, if people start, if we go further, right, and we start selling out the London Stadium, you know, and there's 60,000, we're going to be adding millions more on. So... You know, to grow a club, and you know, I know you think I go on about this, but to grow a club, this is the kind of thing you have to do. You have to build your revenue year after year. So these bonuses from Europa, you wouldn't get from, make the difference, you know. That 7 million quid is 7 million quid that, I know, Everton don't have, or Newcastle don't have, or Leicester (laughs) don't have. Right, because think, the money think, is the same everywhere else. <laughs> I don't think Newcastle are really going to be concerned if we get seven million quid. Well, no, but it is. It's about Europe. homegrown money, and it's you can't always just spend it. You know, we we've been put on the naughty step for European, uh, you know, overspend. You can't just spend money anymore. You know, FFP still there. Newcastle can't just overspend. This is why Leicester are in so much trouble. And look at Leicester. I mean, a, a club that won the league and did the, the most ridiculous thing and a club that could be facing relegation this season. Mm. Anyway, it's not a Leicester City podcast. Um, results matter. Onwards and upwards. We take the win. Two out of two. On we go for the next game um, in Europe. And well done. I don't know how many people went out. Those 720. I mean disaster by the way from the club in the way that they they sold the tickets so fair play to the people went out there uh we know dodsey went out and uh his away day story has just been 
published on um, Six Foot Two today, isn't it? Oh no, that that was the Everton one. Um, he he pub, published it before, didn't he? Well, for yeah. Silkyberg, Silkberg, for Silkberg, yeah, it was it went out and, last and you'll week. get the Everton one as well. Which yeah. probably is a really nice link because, <laughs> I, I, you know, usually I, I would set you up and say, Duds is a way day roundup. But, but now he works for us. He's one of our minions, so he sort of writes it and does. He does vlogs now, doesn't he? He's a vlogger. He does man. vlogs. Yeah, he's a vlogger. Yeah. So you can you can hear him, and he actually does sound like, um, he he does sound like what he. Uh, what he, what, what I, you know, my accent. I think is is probably the nearest one. Yeah. Well, so I asked him to, I asked him to come on the show tonight, and he said, "We'll talk to my agent." You know, that, that I've had, I've got a number of offers on the table, um, and uh, we we couldn't get him on. He's just, he's just, you know, we couldn't agree a fee, and uh, it's a shame, really. But there you go. Um, but you can see his away day ramble, roundup, whatever you want to call it. On uh, six foot two, both for the Silkberg and for the Everton game, and and it's the Everton game we're going to discuss now, um, which is probably the contentious of the two because on paper, Everton have not won a game this season. Um, they were there for the taking. We should have been confident because you know, apart from Brighton, we've been unlucky. We were robbed at Chelsea. We were close and got a draw at, against Spurs. We um, run lucky against Nottingham Forest. We were never going to win City. So really, you break it down and we won at Villa. So you break it down and say, well, you know, right, Brighton off as a one-off. But we've, we, you know, we've only got four points. We're in the relegation zone. But we've got to get something. Everton, a, a, a club that hasn't won. Our ex-player, Frank Lampard, uh, we've got to get something out of this. Did, did you see the interview he did with uh, your mate, Bianca? Uh, I did, yeah. I Covered did that see on it. Six Foot Two as well. Yeah, no, I did, I did I, see I, I did. I've got this great bit of software that translates, transcribes videos. It's really good, oh, right. by the way. If you ever um, need to do it, let me know and I'll, uh, yeah, I'll show okay. you how it works. Um, I mean... <sighs> In regards, where do I stand on Frank and his relationship with West Ham? I think as you get older, you, you can you can accept perhaps what happened in the past happened. It, it, it's an hard one. I think it's always harder when, if you bear in mind, you know Frank came from a West Ham family, so he's someone. If you can't argue. He would have grown up a West Ham fan as a kid. Yeah. yeah. His dad played for the club. All his family supported the club. Um, his dad played more times for West Ham than Bobby Moore or Trevor Brooking. Yeah. Um, which is overlooked. A lot of people don't realise yeah. that he sits... Only Billy Bonds played more times for West Ham than Frank Lampard. Yeah. Um, when he left the club, you know, he was one of the best midfielders we'd had in years goal scoring midfielders um probably we've not really had one that oh, good probably you know since, that frank is 74 today uh well senior yeah yeah i know he's about that age yeah, yeah. Was 70, yeah. funny enough we're talking it and it's his birthday today yeah, happy birthday frank. happy Pay birthday frank. um so um 
you know, when your dad and your uncle are sacked in the way they were. Football, though. No, that is, it, it, it is football, yeah, but, you know, blood is still thicker than water. And I suppose, you know, this was Chelsea pre-Abramovich. So they were semi-successful. They were, they were a cup team, not a league-winning team. Um, so obviously they were looking to do something. When they, I think they paid the 11 million for him. And I'm, you know, I remember laughing. And actually, I think the, the funniest thing was, was when I was on holiday that summer and a Chelsea fan walked past me and my nephew, and, and he was only young Bill then. Uh, and I saw me and Bill looked at each other and laughed because he had Lampard on his back. You know, you think, <laughs> you're joking, and you? Who had the last laugh, really? At the end of the day, if if we talk about Frank Lampard um, as, a, as a player, his career, you know, one of the best England midfielders of his generation, if not the best, Eng- you know, midfielder, uh, English midfielder of his generation. Um, I don't think it was inspiring as Gerrard was at Liverpool, but to score the amount of goals that he scored, I don't think you can you can argue with that. So, you know, I'm probably sit on the fence in in regards to Frank. I, I've got no problem with Frank, and I think I told you the story. My, my ex-wife's um, yes. mother um, grew up. Um, well, well, you know Dodsey, where. Well, Dodsey asked actually, and uh, what did we all think of Lampard? And you told your story, and then I told mine. Yeah. Well, my, my my story was my ex-wife's mother was grew up in the area. Her, her she was born in. I always tell you where it is. Durbin Road, isn't it? Is it Durbin Road? Was it Durbin or Durham? Well, you'll know. The one by West Ham, um, or is it Plasto Tube Station? Which one's that? Well, make your mind up. I don't know. I forget what she told me. But I think I there is a Durban Road, but there's a Durham Road down I by... I think it's a Durban Road. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, she was born there, poor East End family, but she knew Pat Lampard yeah. uh, and used to hang around with her. And the story she tells... Um, was one day uh, she went to visit Pat in hospital after she gave birth to a son. Yeah. And uh, she went and took her flowers and, you know, saw the baby, and that was Frank Lampard Jr. Um, But, yeah. But, you know, she always said nice things about it, and I understand that that Pat, despite... um, Look, her funeral was a West Ham funeral. Yeah, West Ham funeral. She was uh, West Ham to the end. And look, barking. we know someone who, who bumped into Lampard at hospital. Hmm. Our old mate Ali, do you remember? Yes. Uh, I saw her on social media the other day. But that's another story. Um, and she spoke to Lampard and he said, you know, I've still got a bit of a soft spot for the Amers and I always look for their results and everything else. It's all a bit of pantomime and that's exactly what he said. So when he's talking banker, just to bring it back round again, is, you know, the relationship, he says, the relationship between myself and West Ham fans has softened over the years. Maybe I shouldn't jump the gun. Uh, obviously, I've got really high regard as I came through uh, with, you know, the academy system with Harry Redknapp, Tony Carr and people. Um 
you know, I used to watch, I think he said McAvenny. Yeah. Um, well, he, 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 I mean, he wouldn't have seen his dad play. He was too young. No. I don't even think he was born when his dad left West Ham. Uh, no, he would have been born. And, and um, 85, Frank left West Ham to go to South End in 85. So yeah. Frank and, was and, born. And then he goes on to, um, it just shows you when he was Chelsea manager, how much he loves Declan Rice and how much he enjoys watching Declan Rice play. Yeah. Uh, and, and just goes into a whole love fest and bro fest for, for Declan Rice. Uh, says, you know, when I get in black cabs, um, I don't mind. And he says, and this is the truest bit, it's pantomime. And it is. He says, when you, he's learned, he doesn't mind name calling. What goes on the pitch, you get all sorts of names. He said, but when you genuinely meet people in the street, they're usually nice to him. If West Ham fans meet him in yeah. the street. Yeah, all, all, all's fair in love and war. You know, I'm proud of what he achieved. I'll be honest with you, and I've always felt this. I'm proud of what he achieved at Chelsea that he started at West Ham. And he was a West Ham boy. He always will be a West Ham. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd go that far. Really? I'd, yeah, but... The, and the, and the, I'll the, be the, the same with Declan Rice when he goes on, and he will, to achieve great things. Be a I bit was with Rio. Yeah. Yeah, because I felt Rio left. So what? Why don't you feel that with um, Fra- where with Frank, Frank went wrong? Look, and and this is the thing. I, I, what, when he kissed I, the badge, I, you're going to no, say no, you? no, and it ain't that. But he he he, he came out and pulled scorn. Or what? He, I don't he know. He was if wounded. He, pulled scorn. he hold felt. Up, yeah, hold up, let me finish. Yeah, and I'll explain. He comes out and sort of he he's new to Chelsea. Is it a new environment? And Chelsea were doing things differently to West Ham. And whether he wanted to endear himself to the Chelsea fans or the setup and everything, he he bigged up the Chelsea setup, but did it by disparaging, in a way, the West Ham setup while he was at West Ham. He was wounded. What he forgot, though, was that that West Ham setup that didn't eat the right food, that probably went out drinking too much and mucking about too much and everything else was under the auspice of the two men that he was yeah. so upset had left the club. Yeah, I know. So, but, but it's family. What did we talk no, about No, no, earlier, no, no, right? no. I know that. You, but you, 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 can, you can upset someone, but if you do yeah. it to one of your family, yeah, you no, get very right. defensive, right? No, we that, talked about this earlier. No, I and know. And I think it's the same, you know, with his dad and his uncle. Yeah, but no, but... But then what he's saying is when he turns around and said, and this is the bit, when he turned around and said, oh, Chelsea, we do it properly here because at West Ham we was having bacon sandwiches and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you're thinking, well, hold up a minute. What what he's saying is his dad didn't do it properly then or Harry Redknapp yeah, yeah. didn't do it properly. And this is but the bit. But he just wanted to hurt. Do you know what? He wanted to inflict yeah, of a bit of pain. And, and then when shit. the fans start getting on your back... But I think once a West Ham fan or a West Ham fan, and what what we got told by Ali is he always looks for our result. Yeah, I know. I... Look, I'd, I'm, I've no doubt there's still a connection. You know. Yeah, he's, he has he's, to be. He's, you don't just switch yeah. off that. No. From... Anyway, we, <laughs> we are here yeah. to talk about the game. Uh, we have to. I, uh... Jesus. Yeah. I mean. Do you know what? There's two ways of looking at this. I'm. I'm going to take. Uh, my view, right? I'm going to take Moise's view. It's a it's a game of inches. It's a very close game. And when you start, and I'm going to start with the stats. 
it was a very close game from a stat point of view. Um, you know, it was settled by one goal, right? And we hit the, the bar. Most. Ben Rama did, not we, not you, my. Um, it could have ended in a draw. It could have ended as a win. But it left the whole fan base disappointed. And I'm, I'm just going to read out the um, stats. Everton were playing at home, obviously, at Goodison Park. 54%. We had 46%. Not bad away from home. Now, this is the interesting bit. Everton had seven shots, two on target. Well, West Ham had 14 shots, four on target. So we had far more many shots, far many on target. One of theirs went in, and what a bloody good go it was for Malpay. You know, um, this is the real criminal bit. Do you know how many corners we had? Oh, yeah, we, we, we must have had about 10 or 12. 14. 14. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen 14 yeah. corners. Me and Finley were going, hey, that's 10, that's 12. 14 corners to their five. Yeah, well, you, you didn't know, have a lot a of time, cheer. You was cheering corners. Um, there was a time where you know every corner set piece would be a danger, but a couple of those corners didn't even make the first man. Um, so, so stats say it was close, right? Well, the result says it was close. The result says it's close. The stats say it's close, but it, it left a very sour taste in the mouth. Um, you know. Right from naming the uh, lineup, so obviously he he's gone um, he's gone with his favourite. So the first criticism is you know he doesn't know he picks his favourites. You know we on six foot two called this. <laughs> it wasn't very. Uh, by the way, it, I wasn't using my ITK powers. I hadn't been told in advance, but as you know, on the day before in the morning, I ran the team. Because David Moyes is predictable, you know. No one told me. There was no insider. I just guessed it. Fabianski, Soufal, Zuma, Kira, Cresswell, Suchek, Rice, Bowen, uh, Pakatar, Fornells, Antonio. Um, Emerson came on right at the end. Obviously, Corne came on for Pakatar at 61 minutes. So did uh, Ben Rama. And Skamaka came on in 17 minutes. Lots of people upset that Downs wasn't used. Unused substitute. Uh, Lanzini wasn't used. Um, Dawson, a goal scorer in the week. Uh, didn't get a chance. Obronner's still on the bench. Um, what? What? Where? Where? Let's start with the lineup, Nigel. What what is do you agree I mean it's a manager's choice. Who would you have started? Well, it's the lineup I suspected. Well, I suppose everybody's suspected because of, of our in the in the previous Thursday games he's then reverted back to yeah, tight yeah. on the Sunday. So I can understand what what his thinking is. There's a lot of loyalty there, which I will never criticise. You know. Um F fans can pick and choose their loyalty, yeah? So they'll criticise someone like Lampard, yeah? And the same fan that's calling Lampard fat Frank and scumbag and traitor will will be rubbishing Suchek 
will be slagging off Creswell. And for me, you can't you can't have it both. But football fans have always tried to have it always. They always want their cake and eat it when it comes to how they treat people. Yeah. Um. So that's to be expected. Sometimes I think players the way to get to get back on form is to be playing to find that form but there does one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why united Healthcare offers a variety of flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more so whether you're between jobs coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come a point. Whereas the manager... It's not working, and you need to change it. It's it's a difficult. Perhaps I I don't know if I'm different. If there's people would agree with me. For me, most important thing is winning the group in Europe for the continuation of European football. One of the most important things for West Ham for me is to be playing in Europe next season. Yeah. And believe it or not, the easiest way to be playing in Europe next season is to try and win this cup. Um, if it was the, the if it was the the Europa uh, uh, League we was in, and not the conference, I might be thinking different. But I think this cup is the you know the easiest league out of the three cups we're in this season, and and the league to to qualify for Europe. So you know let's let's try and win it. Saying that though, you don't want to hang about the bottom three too long, do you? No. So, uh, for me, at some point, he's got to look at doing something differently. I'm not, you know, there's a big argument, should he play two up front? Everybody's got a different, you know, everybody was coming out with, oh, next game, Wolves, I'd be playing this team, I'll be playing that team. No, no fan agrees. There's no consensus we know it's not working. There's no fan consensus, realistically, on what's gone on. I'll, I'll cut, perhaps I'll do that after. On the game itself, a fairly even game. 
but it was a poor game played by two poor teams. Yeah. You know, let's not kid ourselves. The thing is, Everton though are not conceding a lot of goals. They, they've drawn, they've drawn four, so they 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 only lost a couple of games. Um, so they were difficult, um, difficult to beat. And in the last couple of games, I think they'd been unfortunate with a couple of VAR decisions, especially the Liverpool game, uh, going against them where they could have got wins. So. Away from home, I don't know. It's like West Ham of old in a way. There, there's just there's just something like mental block there that that this happens to. I'm not sure though. Realistically, replacing Antonio for Skamaka is the answer. Skamaka plays a totally different way. He's not a like for like replacement. So thankfully. You, you, Hey. <laughs> yeah. so, Better late than never. Yeah. Where are you? What are you doing? Well, I've been here for about the last five or six minutes. Oh, right, been listening. Okay. I'm amazed you're still talking about that shit from Sunday. Well, with, yeah, with, yeah, imagine well, the you, shit you, we you, spoke you, about before, Randy. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, do I miss anything good? Uh, Not yet. We're, we're just Silkberg and Lampard. You, you, your time is impeccable. Quickly, yeah. where are you? What are you doing then? I'm in the lounge after a long and Frustrating day at work. Well, talking you work, to you. Like, you work in the lounge. Uh, I've no, had don't. to. No, don't. I don't generally. Oh, no, right. but I've had to. There's been a lot of paperwork and stuff okay. needed. Doing any stuff clarifying. You're only 42 minutes late. We've only just started. Well, we were. Uh, we were <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've been talking for 42 minutes, but yeah, that's us just getting started. Yeah, exactly. So, was you going to ask me something? You weren't no, no we'll just let him it. finish his ramble and, and we will come to you. Because we're talking about the uh, Everton game, obviously. Yeah, I thought you might be. Yeah. I, I, was there I'm, a game in there somewhere? There, well, no, there weren't. <laughs> I thought, you know, oh, you've heard what I said. So, I just, I, you know, I don't know where we, I can't really put my finger on where we go now from that. He's got, I think he's got three games when we come back. So we've got two weeks off and then we go into October. I think we've got nine games in October. So it's going to come thick and fast. And I don't know if that's good or not. Because if there's a continuation of what's gone on in this past, you know, what have we had? Nine with Europe, not nine, ten games. If there's a continuation of that. Um, I, I, I think there'll be a, a there'll be a lot of bloodletting from the fan base towards the the what goes on in the pitch. Th- there's no in the fan base now. I don't think there's any patience. Yeah, I know, but that's been the same for a long and, time. Yeah, I, you and I, I are not of I, that ilk, though. No, and I you think know, that's I, been I'm not since the move. I don't think you are. No, I mean, listen, I, I'll, I'll back Moyes and support him all the way until the owners sack him, <coughs> um, apart from Allardyce. Well, I've just re- I don't know, you've not been read the, the story I've written today, which is, you know, Moyes gets a vote of confidence. But I actually said they're not sackers. They're not, and I look back at the history, because I had to get to me 150 words. And I look back at the history of, you know, they came in, they sacked... Uh, well, I'd, Zola I'd, because it was it wasn't I'd, their man, right? 
They I brought Navarro and Grant. I would say that. Uh, what I would say that quickly is they weren't sackers at Birmingham. Yeah, I would beg to differ at West Ham. I don't think they have. They've only they let Sam Allardyce go. They let David Moyes go. They did a deal with Pellegrini. Well, I... They did sack Evram Grant, but he got us relegated. There was a relegation clause. And Bilic was in his last nine months of his contract. So they don't tend to sack. I mean, they, remember, there's two years I th- left. I, th- I think you're being kind to the owners there, Sean. I'm sorry. Why? Well, I, I, so they've sacked Zola. I'll give you one there, man. They've sacked Grant. Well, yeah. they sacked Grant because well, he relegated us. No, but and they had, they had a clause not compensation. Where we failed to get... We failed it's, to replace... They've still him. sacked him. Yeah. They've still sacked him. Yeah. He's gone. You remember? They sacked him at Wigan and, and were coach. unwilling... Well, he weren't, they were trying they weren't to stop him no. to let him go on the coach. And Scott Parker had stepped forward and say, you can't treat the man that way. Cameron Brady, classless. You know, goes up to Dave Whelan. Have you got a? Oh, and we need to sack Avram Grant. Have you got somewhere where we can do it? I mean, come on. You know, not anyway. Sack his own no, I know. And this is the thing, yeah. Even even though he ran off a massive long list of people that left yeah. sacked. Yeah, that, this was that. Yeah, but he did <laughs> see how he worded it. Like, oh well, yeah. Allardyce. It was at the end of his contract. They let him go. That's still sacking, Sean. It's not like sacking. It or not. That no, is no, no, it's, it's not renewing the contract. That's a Sean. sacking. No, it's not. Sean, sacking. they sacked John Lowell, yeah? And whatever way you dress it up, John Lowell's contract was run out in 1989 and wasn't renewed. It's still it's a sacking. It's not sacking. If you oh, don't renew a contract... Right, If it's okay. a manager, right, it's a right. sacking. Oh, right. So, was um, Mark Noble sacked? That's a player. Oh, I said it's a manager. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. If you just want to change the direction, your contract. No, it's, it's not a, a manager, Sean. No, not I'm a player. Sorry. Player, no, the no. player retired. Yeah. Well, you let, let thing. If a manager gone, it's it not is. It's, we're not keeping you at the door. Well, you don't have to be forced to give an. Anyway, it, it's irrelevant. Um, well, you and, say that because you you want a bleeding pipe up their ass. Oh. Where, where the truth is. They sacked Bilic. They sacked Pellegrini. Don't yes, they say did. But, they're but, not but Bilic had nine months left of his contract. Uh, Sean, it don't much. matter. Right? But this is the they, thing. What are you, they what's sacked Pellegrini because I, I, I'm, I'm sure finances has something to do with it. Oh, Pellegrini off, did Sean. a deal on compensation. No. I, d- I don't mean he weren't sacked. Yeah, it was. I agree. That Zola. Yeah, so Bilic, Zola sacked. Grant Pellegrini, sacked. Bilic, oh, and, Bilic yeah. sacked. Yeah. yeah, so Bellagrini sacked. Moyes not kept on. You don't call it a sacking. It's not sacking. I still think it's uh, at the door, Dave. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, and then we had to go embarrassingly back to to get him. So anyway, I mean anyway. the average lifespan of a f- hold up not the like average lifespan of a Premier League him. manager is three years. Yeah, agreed. And we're nearly Joined there. To, yeah, we're two thousand nineteen. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I like Moyes. Moyes we trust. I'm supporting him. Um, Everton away, Goodison Park, Len. Yeah. Come on, cheer us up. Oh, I can't. Tell me, tell me about the positives <laughs> of the game. It was a close game. Um, positives. Positives. Well, 
Well, give me the I negative. I can't give you then. a positive. Can I tell you what I like about David Moyes? Uh, it won't take too long. Yeah. Um, I mean, he can. Uh, we've seen a template of what he does now. I think it's undisputable, isn't it? Um, he, I'm sure you've you've talked about the players that he his favourites that he keeps there. Yeah, we did and, talk about uh, his favourites. Um, but that you can. These players are similar to what he's done at Everton and what he's tried to do everywhere else, isn't it? The Suchet type of player is sounding like... I mean, we didn't... We originally didn't what, like the Suchet's phrase... not looking that great, is he? No. We, we didn't like the phrase Suchet's like um, um, the big geezer with the fuzzy hair. Um, the Everton guy. He bought from Man United. I can't remember his name. Belgian guy. He's exactly like him. Um, but he can stabilise a team, he can run a club, but I just don't think he can d- d- change, do other things. And when I was on the last, a uh, couple of weeks back, I said I'll give him to, um, to Christmas to try other things, to work something out, and then hit the ground running when we come back from the World Cup. But he's got to do it. And Nigel did say that he doesn't think that fans are very patient. I think they would be if they saw some changes made or saw something else get used. And basically, it's another team that we've gone up against that are um, not better than us again. We haven't really... Well, do you know what? They're hard to play. When other people, you know, pressure was on um, Lampard and the crab were on his back. Well, he played his his new players and, and look at... Look at, but he put his new players in, and yeah, they were did. the best players on the pitch. And he, Moyes didn't. It's a good goal, though. You know, Mopey is a good player. That was a good goal. Yeah, he's a good player, which is why it cost the money. Which is the same as their players who cost the money who didn't play. We're not going to know if our players can do that if we don't. Oh, there's a few people of Sescamaca's going to take five months to. Yeah, him. I don't give a fucking shit. He's not going to get any better on the bench, is he? I know, but we're not the manager, no. and who knows with a putting. We've seen Skamaka not really do very much. He came on oh. 70 minutes. The, why, did, why didn't he turn it around in the last 20 minutes? Well, then, because then? they haven't got together a game plan yet to fucking put these new players in. Hmm. Can't keep having the same thing all the time. Do you know what, right? Uh, that Boxing Day against Southampton, we all said we've got found out now. It's fucking September. He's done Look, the same fucking thing. I've written a story today. Uh, I, I wrote, I did a um, a poll because we like a poll, um, and uh, I did one on Twitter so, to make it really, uh, you know. And all right, so it was after the game, but I said no knee-jerk reactions. Will David Moyes turn around this season? I know you replied to it, Len, uh, and finishing the top ten of the league table. A lot of people <laughs> went <laughs> top ten. He'd be lucky if he survives the the. Um, the, the division and we don't get relegated. 2,202 votes uh, in 24 hours. 47% says yes, he can turn it around. 53% say no, he don't. Why is it our fan base are always split when it comes to managers? I'm told, and I wrote another story, vote confidence. The board have confidence in him. They we think he'll turn it around. This is second they time. They won't sack him. Now, we know, know that. No manager is immune from the sack, as Nigel said earlier, right? There will come a time, 
you know, happen with Billich, happen with Pellegrini. No one's unsackable. But they will give in an opportunity and they Ooh. will give in, I'm sure, to the World Cup, which is only November, because um, that takes you to the end of the year. This um, is his last uh, season, isn't it, of no, his contract? No, he signed a new contract last year. Which takes what, him how far? To 2000, June 2024. So he joined in, if you remember, he joined December the 30th, 2019, on a 18-month contract. It was only an 18-month contract. And last year, he signed, in June 2021, he signed a new three-year contract. Well, the, 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 I think the thing is, regardless of results and regardless of uh, the, whether the directors are people who sack managers, maybe, maybe he could just be sacked for dereliction of responsibility, really, because we all know we're in a transition period and we don't see any evidence that he's and do you know what, doing it. What I also said, and we're slightly getting off the game, but you know, if he does get sacked, it's a bold decision. And I've written this today. David Gold holds the key because David Sullivan has 38%, 38.8% of the shares. So 38.8% of the vote. No, um, it's, it's Daniel Kudinski. No, no, don't kid yourself. Hang on. Has 27... Don't kid yourself. If he wants to sack him, he'll sack him. No, he won't. No, he won't. He not as 27%. No, he will not. Uh, Daniel, yes, he will. Uh, well, uh, no, no, he won't because the the rest of the board you can't. He when he had fifty one percent, he could, but he can't anymore. Daniel Kredinsky has twenty seven percent. He can't do anything on his own. David Gold holds holds the key. His twenty five percent is enough to either tip back David Sullivan or back Daniel Kredinsky. So if even one of them want the manager sacked and the other agree, David Gold holds, holds the casting vote. So Trips what about... 7% and the others make no difference because they can't you're, sway it You're, one way you're telling me they hold the key when it comes to firing someone, but we all know, we all know, that when it's about hiring someone, Sullivan does what he likes. So in the I, past I find he that... did, but no, hang on a minute. In, in recent times, and remember only last year it came in, the whole Articles of Association, the whole board structure was rewritten. It now goes down to a vote. Before, it didn't matter. David Sullivan owned 51%. What he said didn't matter what everyone else thought. Now, it comes down to a vote. Now, every budget needs to be agreed by the um, board in advance. So the budget for this summer was agreed. If there's any deviance of over 500,000, they have to go back to the board. They can't just bang in another 10 million quid. If there are purchases over 2 million quid, it has to go to the board. It's all in the Articles Association. Right, it's changed. To say Sullivan can do what he wants is no longer true, Len. I promise He'll you. try and do it. David you know Gold, what he's like. He'll try and David do it. David Gold holds the power now. He does. And, and I'm not saying that they might hold. all agree. You know, they they obviously negotiate how much they're going to spend and lots of things. But you know, you can't really negotiate. It's a yes or no. Do you want to sack the manager? Do you want to stick with the manager? It's stick or twist, right? And if one of those key stakeholders Daniel says bust the other one says stick then David Gold will will back the one he believes 
Um, and he was well, a mo- he was a Moyes fan, wasn't he? Yeah, he's he, a big he, Moyes fan. He's a massive yeah. Moyes fan. And I was going to get to that. David Gold is a massive Moyes fan. He never yeah. believed, and and I won't get in trouble for this. Well, no, he said it. What? He never but, wanted him sacked the first yes, time. Yeah, he, he didn't. He was the man standing outside a London hotel going, oh, I think David Moyes. Oh, um, yes, he did. And, and everything else. And then the next day, we appointed Manuel Pellegrini. Hmm. And then uh, seven days later, it came out that Pellegrini had shook hands with David Sullivan in the January. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Which of, made of course, Gold look a bit foolish. Of course, if 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 Sullivan and Kredinsky believe Moyes can do, there's nothing David Gold can do about it, right? If they both believe... He won't be able to Look, say football he never is could a results-based business. It is, and, yeah. and frankly, I think because of the amount of games in October, we got not we got nine yeah, games. I said that if the results go against him, I think it could be um, sayonara. Yeah, I think it could be <laughs> I f- because and I do think Sean at West Ham. Um, they look the, with the World Cup is is a bit obviously we're having the World Cup the whole of December means the football season finishes part one on on the nineteenth of November I think or the twentieth no it's not the twentieth twenty six uh, oh, is it twenty six I think and Boxing Day that's when the World Cup starts no the no World finishes. Cup starts November Sean Boxing Day's December have a listen no 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 when they go back I'm talking about when they go back after the World Cup it's well, the 26th but why December. correct me when I'm talking about when the season finishes oh right sorry in November just, yeah you know me talking over you're not listening yes I do know you yeah, very well um, so I would think that they would want to fire him before then I'd, where before you would think if you look like Pellegrini um Got the bullet in December, didn't no, he? No, I think I think the more like though, the last Billich, day of December. Yeah, hold up. If you look at Billich, he went Billich in November. When yeah, at the end of October, beginning of November. So, um, I, I think October really is do or die. I don't know how much Europe will muddy the water. I don't know what will happen if he keeps winning in Europe. Yeah, yeah, we get the Avram Grant factor. Can we have a European manager in a Premier League? Well, manager? you know, where he's 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 doing well in Europe. We've won the group, but if if he only picks up, I don't know, three points yeah. in the next three or four games, that's that's you know, that's dangerous. Anyway, is is there anything else? I mean, we haven't said a lot about the Everton game because there's not a lot to say. We lost. Uh, it was a narrow game. Uh, he made excuses. He said he was frustrated. He was angry. Um, people are worried that some of the new boys might get disillusioned. Uh, Pakatar sort of went down in warm-up and thought he was injured. Then we saw Cresswell go down. Then we saw Bowen go down. But Bowen, I thought, had a slightly better game than he... You know, he, he looked a bit better in the pitch than he has been. But everybody else around him was woeful. And Suchek is a shadow of his former self, you know. How he thinks he's going to get a new contract, I don't know. But yeah, I'd, if you're looking at the if you're looking at changes there, um, mm. I don't bring care on downs. So, yeah. All right. Let me ask yeah. one last question because we could talk all night on this, and I'm sure yeah. there'll be questions on on question time, yeah. which is another episode. Um, has he lost the dressing room? 
Nein. Oh. Has he lost the dressing room? Now, I asked you that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. My answer's no, by the way. Not to take yeah. it, but the answer's um, no. I think... Um, I think it's... It's a no, but yes, however, answer, really. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, yeah, I don't think he's lost the dressing room for the legacy players, but I think some of the... Um, uh, people are asking what oh, the hell yeah, they They're yeah. going to have a bit of doubt. Nigel, has he lost the dressing room? No. Okay. I don't believe he has. Do do you think there comes a point, are we missing, let me follow up that question, are we missing Stuart Pearce and Mark Noble in that dressing room? We can never answer that, can we? Opinions. It's all about opinions. No. Okay. No, I don't think that's the problem. I do, by the way. I think think it's a... In what way do you? I, think I just, it is? I just what, think what there's a strong voice, strong leadership, strong. From whom? Noble from, or from, Pierce? from Noble and Pierce. Pierce. I know it's I, not. Look, Pierce. I don't mean. No, I'm, I know it's not Pierce. I, I, I like Moyes. I'm backing Moyes, but I don't think he's a inspirational leader. I think he's not. His personality is quite dour. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think he likes to have fun. No. Um, or, and and I think Pierce was that. You know, get that camaraderie, that great feel, the the really loud personality, and I I think Mark Noble was that person as well. But Dan, you them. can say that about Noble, but you're giving Pierce you're giving Pierce credit for that. For well, that's what I've heard. It's just what I've heard. Yeah, but that you're no, no. All right, I heard the opposite. Okay, fair enough. I heard. I'll tell you what I heard. On, I heard. I heard. Uh, while you're going about what you heard, yeah. I heard that uh, David Moyes is a bit of a god botherer to to some of the players. Oh, right. That's what I heard. Is that fact? Because I heard it. And that was the next player that told me that. Well, He pisses uh, some of the players off with his religious... Well, each, each to their own. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of footballers are um, God-fearing players and, and do like to talk about it on social media and each to their own. You know, as a committed atheist myself, I, I tolerate all religions and, uh, you know, I strongly would stand up for their beliefs. So I, I would never say anything against any religion. All right, but you mean, the the, the, the point is, that's, that's fine for you. What about when people point the finger at Ben Rama? I'd, yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, so I, I, what you can't I, I say, but I've got no evidence of that. It's just hearsay. That he, he, that he, doesn't, he doesn't get a, a fair crack of the whip because he's a Muslim. I'm sure no, well, you're I not know saying that, that. But that's why when you, you can't say, when you turn around and say, oh, we miss... I think that we miss Stuart Pearce. Yeah. I heard the complete opposite. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, are we what? missing? Are we missing uh, Mark what? Noble? Um, no, I no, I don't think so. You don't like I, him anyway. No, it's not that I don't like him. Right. What I'll say is, for the Moyes out brigade, uh, and what? Why? If you look, Moyes took over Everton in two thousand two. Um, they finished fifteenth. In 2003, they finished seventh. Yeah. In 2004, they finished 17th. Now, that that would mean, if that was repeated with West Ham, the fans would want him sacked. He, he finished that 17th position up um, with fourth the next season. 
and then in he, he he only finished outside after that 17th position finish he only finished outside the top 10 once forever mm. so um sometimes I, 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 a manager you, I don't know can if you read the story and have a bad no sometimes, did you read the story i wrote about no, boys is on track to uh do the first thing and i wrote a story before the everton game that yeah. if he finishes seventh or above he will set a new premier league record for the last decade the only other manager to do it outside the top six is harry no go on David Moyes at Everton twice. Oh, do what outside? Well, do what? Do what? Finish. Not said what? Finish in the top seven, three seasons running. All oh, right. So David Moyes has been the only person who did that. Yeah. At Everton, no other. Um, well, uh, what club trophy outs- do we get for that? Well, it well, just he, shows. He cons- did, it shows he did, consistency. He did that. Well, fuck yeah. the consistency. We'll we'll throw away consistency. Learn to play new players. We've spent 180 quid on new players. And I'm hearing this. We know what we need to do. It's like the. Uh, it's not the mission statement. Isn't you're talking about something else? The mission statement now is. We need to re- replenish the squad. He said with his own words, he'd only play players that would go straight in the, in, in the team. That's not true. You spent 180 million. You keep playing the same team that's losing. Your job is to change the team and go through the transition. And he's not doing it. I don't give a fuck if we come seventh this year. Not Row yeah. it off. I don't no. care about it, this no, silly billy record. Consistency, if we want no. to be... No, it's not. No, we it's need not to... No, we need right. to... Something Finley told me this morning, before we all go over the top, right? Do you know what two wins... I'm not going over the top. I'll say I'm happy with bottom and bottom half of the table to make the change. Would give us? What would two wins give us? Yeah, Sean, we're four points outside exactly. of the top ten. Two I know, I know that. Would put us on eight points, right? We'd be in the top 10. Two wins would put us on 10 points, actually. Uh, sorry, two wins would put us on uh, 10 points, which would be actually seventh. <laughs> yeah. It would be where Chelsea are now, in seventh. Well, we, we know. Yeah, but we ain't won them. I know that. When we do that, they're one with two others. Don't panic. I'm not panicking. You are. You and the, you and the whole West Ham base are panicking. I'm not panicking. I said I'd give them till next year. I right, okay. just throw it all away and just do the rebuild. What I'm pissed off at is he's not doing his job. Rebuild the squad and the team. Yeah, but, yeah, but Jay, that don't happen. In, no, I in, know, in, but in you the can't, speed it and the manner and the speed and the manner that West Ham fans are expecting, they're expecting him to rebuild that team and finish seventh or above. Yeah. And oh, I don't care about the seven. No, I know, I know you don't. Yeah, but when you listen, the the word is: if he's not a man that's going to take us on, if he's not a man that's going to progress us, yeah, this is what we hear constantly. At some point, progression will end. Yeah. This is what the fans, for me, a blinker to. And they think that at some point, not only are we going to be finishing you know, seventh, sixth, but then we'll be finishing fifth, fourth, possibly third. No, Why right. ain't we? No, no but we... you don't say that. Read what the people say. This yeah. is what they're thinking. Well, I, I don't, These... I, I don't, I, I mean, this I don't is what we're fighting against. Well, they, and, and, and this and is because what I'm say. saying is we need to rebuild to start being the seventh again because this place yes. getting a year but, older but and year older and year older. I say, if exactly we could right. finish, and I know it looks unlikely, 
but we say two wins could turn it around. If we could finish seventh this season, it would real show progression. He's not a one or a two season no, one. Sean, you can't, uh, and this is the thing this season, what do we get for finishing seventh? Well, most likely European football again right. if we don't well, win the Conference League. Well, but why we'll waste that time then, finishing seventh? Well, well also the money. Out. You get a shitload of money for finishing sixth or seventh oh. compared no, to look, finishing look. 14th no, or 15th right. or 16th. Anyone with any idea of football has this same game plan. Fuck the league. I'm sorry. I know we all pay our season tickets for it. Work out a new team for next season or, or just the future. The, the, the priority has got to be Europe because we can get back in Europe by winning the cup. And we've got yeah. a good chance of doing it. But we've, we've got to stay in the division, time. though. Come on, yeah, we've, we've got to go down. We're not going down. Oh, good. I'm really glad you said that, Len, because some people think no, we're, we're not getting going relegated. Down. No, no, because they've they've seen the pattern. It does look a bit um, um, familiar. Do, do you think we're getting relegated, Nigel? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. At this moment in time, I don't see us being um, relegated. I could see us sitting in the bottom half of the table, which yeah, fair enough. F- frankly don't bother me, um, rightly or wrongly. You know, lack of ambition, people. Um, but my ambition is to see us win a trophy. So yeah. you could know, be this year. No, after this morning. No, and this is the fi- and this is the thing. I think Moyes, as it showed last season. Um, has got the capability to do well in cup tournaments. Yeah. So with with a bit of good fortune, maybe we definitely had it against Silkberg without the VAR. Um, long may that continue. I, I I think we've got as good a chance as any other team, either in this competition or in the Europa League that will drop into it. Yeah. Of getting to the final and winning it. Yeah. And that's what I base it on. I look at the teams in the Europa League that are possibly going to drop into it. Yeah. And I look at what we've got in currently. Um, and Cologne could be difficult. Yeah, but they blow hot and cold like us. Fiorentina, I'm not sure about. That's it at the moment. Let's see who drops in. But my, for me, the most important thing at the moment is Quite to win the group yeah. as yeah. early as possible. So that's positive, Sean. Yeah. It is positive. And on that, we're going to leave it there because uh, we're oh, going to go to the next episode of Question Time. We, look, we've done at 1 hour 10 uh, or 11 no, on, on, predictions, is on this episode. Are we going to do predictions on this episode or the next episode? Do this next episode. One. Oh. Yeah. With what predictions? We oh, got we, there are no predictions. Break, thankfully. Because we're in <laughs> an international oh, break. You're right. Beautiful. Um, England look, to lose to quick, Italy. Quick, a couple of news stories that has uh, since last time, but go on six foot two. We do 10 to 12 stories a day. Stell's helping us as well. Read there, six foot two.co.uk. We've got loads of stories every day. We stopped on the day of uh, the funeral uh, for the Queen as we paid our respects. Um, but, um, you know. Great story tomorrow. It's, it's sandwiched in oh, between yeah, all there your is, things. There is. Uh, the um, Mr. Moon story's out tomorrow. So um, I'll probably put that on the Facebook group and I'm going to give this a good old plug. Good, good. I'll give it a plug as well. Just a quick update. Um, uh, Finally, Moyes has broken sort of silence on what's happening with uh, um, Harrison Ashby. Says he's got a groin strain and he should be back soon. He would have played in Europe. It's a bit strange because I've seen him. 
well, get back to football. I was told he was he was forbidden to go to Newcastle for two and a half million because he was needed for covering Europa. And he hasn't played since, right? So <clears throat> I asked the club, and I think we've talked about this before, and a bit of mystery, and they said, well, we can't tell you, can't tell you. So I talked to a friendly journalist to ask the question, right? <laughs> well, I said, can you ask this question at the press conference? Which they did. Thank you very much. I'm probably giving away who it is. Um, and Moyes came out and said he's got a groin strain, right? So, you know, I'm not saying Moyes is wrong. But then it just, a little flashback came. Do we remember a certain young man who came from Manchester United? I know, I remember a few. Yeah. Ravel Morrison. Yeah. And, and what did he have? He had a lot of uh, problems with a groin strain. And I remember the, the time he? people going, well, do you know what? It's the most convenient injury to have because it's impossible for medical people to prove one way or the other. It's down to what the player says. Oh, right. Now, I'm not saying it's not true. Are you implying it? I am implying it. It's the injury that you can't scan. It's how a groin strain feels to a footballer and what he tells the medical people. That's all I'm saying. What do you think? Harrison went out in Manchester and didn't come back then. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm just saying it's just very interesting that it's a groin strain. Oh, okay. Uh, so from now on, if any player gets a groin strain, are we going to like go? Have you been out in Manchester? Then? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Um, so he, he still hasn't signed a new contract with Wesson, and I don't know if he is going to. Um We've got Le- Leeds uh, after him, Newcastle, Preston North End, and Celtic, uh, and and Ben Johnson still not signed a contract. What is it about these youngsters? They never want to sign a new contract. Well, is that a god? I think you'll find the thing is with these youngsters, they don't, they see doing an apprenticeship at a club, at a club, sorry, different than being at the club long term. They'll happily do an apprenticeship at a club now and yeah. move on, well, and I, that'll I, be in the plan. I'll tell you the problem, and I wrote about this. Team. Um, Where did you write that, Sean? Six foot two. Um, I call it the. Reece Oxford effect, you know, they made a mistake with Reece Oxford where they paid him 40 grand a week or something still, was it 20 grand a week? I don't know what it was, but it was the highest they'd ever paid a junior. And it, it, and it just went wrong, you know. What they like to do now, and I'm sure you know it, is they like to structure the pay where instead of getting massive bonuses just for not playing, you get massive bonuses for playing in the first team. So you might be on, I don't know, a grand a week, right? Or two grand a week or three grand a week, whatever. But if you play, you get 20 grand appearance bonus. And if you're on the bench, you get like five or 10. That's the way they like to do stuff. But the problem is agents now go, no, 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 no. We want, we, you know, if, if we're going to be in the Premier League squad, we want Premier League wages for our, our boys. And, and And I know you've talked about this in the past, Nigel. Where'd you go if if you're paying them Premier League wages at 19? Where'd you go from there? You know, mm. they tried to do it with Declan Rice. We're not paying too much too soon. You know, I think it should be performance related, i.e. you pay, we pay you the big money. But, you know, if the most time you're actually in the under-23 squad or sitting on the bench, why should we pay you 
all that money, you become a big time Charlie, like Reese Oxford, and, and where'd you end up in Germany? Or like, you know, our friend Revel Morrison without a club. So Ravel done his apprenticeship at Man United, and then came he to did, us, and but then we he, and, and everyone it. knew he was a basket. We bought him for a million quid. Yeah, we got the deal of the century, and it was nothing but trouble. And 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 I think some of these people have their head turned. You know, what's happened to Engakia? You know, all that, and what's Watford. happened to him? We, we, well, yeah, but he's not getting a game else. at Watford now. And then they move on to somewhere else. He's this not even a, getting a game is, at Watford. This is their career plan now, yeah. Sean. It's it's about money. Anyway, um. All the stories and more, six foot two. That's all the time we have for this episode. But we are going to be back. Uh, for you, it might be a, an hour or so. But for us, it's going to be a few minutes. So I've been Sean. Len has been... Late. Nigel has been... Depressed. Come yeah. on, you lions. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.